but shit, it is what it is. Yo! Yo! <laughs> Hold on, brother. What's happening with you? LSU. We got to deal with this shit. We got to deal with this shit. So yeah, don't come here with the purple and yellow. Oh. Hey. Wait, what's up, bro? We you just talk- I got your head, bro. Love, love, love. My nigga gonna come here with the purple and yellow, bro. Yeah. Come on, man. Love, bro. Yo. Come on, bro. Man. Do y'all feel like winners? No, I don't feel like a winner. Do y'all feel like a winner? I feel like somebody gave him a free T-shirt. Man, y'all got all this 504 around you. You got to feel like a champion, <laughs> man. Golly. Man, that's little motherfucking Wayne. That nigga can eat whatever he wants to. That's cool, bro. We appreciate you fucking with this nigga. Man, I appreciate y'all patience, man, for real. Yeah, man, man. Bro, you know, shoot, we've been texting about this for a year. I know. I remember one night, man, I was at the crib just listening to Wayne's song. Yeah. Taking pictures of the, my iPad like a groupie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, man, this is Troy cool. But You it, forget how many... You forget how many songs it is, though. My game, my, my whole game came from it. My whole game came, No Ceilings got me so much coochie. I bet me. How No Ceilings got you booty, though? Because, because. <laughs> when, when the world think hey, about a girl, brother, that, 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 that. I'm like, ho, 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 ho. Hey, yo, hey, yo brother, wow. But No Ceilings got me so much coochie back in the day, I'm like. Only you would have sex to No Ceilings. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I hit it, I hit him to anything. <laughs> My beat, all you gotta so, do is get one beat, one little stroke. I can't miss two. What are we talking about? <laughs> Hold up, limitless, they can send me a cap in it. I thought they hear the witness it. Got my people feeling militant. When I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. No one me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust, limitless, they can send me a cap in it. I thought they hear the witness it. Got my people feeling militant. When I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. No one me, I got the key. First off, man, welcome to the pivot. Uh, Thanks for having me. For me. Being from where I'm from, man, you the soundtrack to my life. Love, brother. You know what I mean? Uh, so I started back in the day, you know what I mean? I was with, with BG and them drive, it's all on you, Soldier Rags to Block is High, Guerrilla Warfare, all of it. All of it. All of it, yeah. you know what I mean? So I just appreciate it. I haven't heard those two words in so long, man. Guerrilla Warfare. I'm so sorry to stop. I just haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> say Guerrilla Warfare. <laughs> man. You know what I mean? So just for, for me, man, and just what it, is, what it means to be for where we're from, for, for you to make it to where you've made it, you know, if we're going to mention the Louis Armstrongs and Fats Dominoes, Lil Wayne is at the top of the list of greats that, that ever came from our city, our state, and to me in the world. So this is truly an honor. Freddie T, Chan. They both went to Florida. They're a little, si- they're a little sad right now yeah, after what happened yeah, in the I national wanna, championship. Yeah, I ain't want to say too much about it, but you know. <laughs> nah, you gonna, you gonna put on the LSU I shit, ain't, huh? I, ain't, I don't know what it is. Nigga, you put that shit on on purpose. Wayne, man, you came right in and you were talking about kids being different or yeah. you moving out at 14. You just recently received the Global Impact Award. And in your speech, you know, we all know as Miss Sita, you said your mom came to you, bro, at 14 and said she needed a baby. Mm-hmm. What was that type of conversation like, especially after losing your pops, man? Being from New Orleans, man, we we got a different understanding with every, I mean, with this period, we have a different understanding with each other. You have to thank God I was blessed with the opportunity to go out and see, 
You have to go out and see to know how different we are. And it still hit me every day. Um, let me give you a, a, a perfect example. I was watching a TV yesterday and a Popeye's commercial came on, right? I'm 40. It's my first time knowing, not knowing that everybody didn't do this. So on the commercial, dude got the money on, you know, pent on him. The dude come on, he say in New Orleans, strangers pin money on you for your birthday. It don't make sense, but I was like, oh, I like, wait. So I had to ask my engineer, like, y'all don't, y'all don't. He's like, nah, I'm looking at it now. I'm like, why you got that money? I was like, yeah. y'all don't pin money on you for y'all. Y'all do that, right? What's that? For exactly. your, for, so for our nah. birthdays, oh, so, yeah, so, nah, so, nah, yeah nah, somebody nah, come nah, and say nah. they'll pin a 20 on you. Nah. And so they hope that other people come pin money on you. I just learned that no one right. else nah, don't, don't do that. that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so it's exactly right. so. So, I, you know what I mean? We, we have a different understanding. So my mama asked me, it was, it was no more, it wasn't nothing as, like asking me to run to the store. I know what she was going through. We had just signed a national deal and went on the first tour. Tour, tour used to, when I would tell her we were, we're going on tour, that used to mean like I'm going for two weekends and literally coming back during the weekend going, put it, nah, when I told her this time we signed, I don't think I came back for like three months straight. And she was like, if this about to be what you about to be going through and about to be doing, I need to talk to you. And we had that talk when I was like, it's nothing, let's do it. Because you were signed at like 11 or 12. Yeah. How, what, what's the money? How does the money run when a 12-year-old was getting millions? I wasn't getting millions at 12. Or uh. 100,000, <laughs> niggas. You was making more money than most 12-year-olds. Uh, my first check, I tell everybody the same thing because it's the truth. Uh, my first check, I went and got a Pathfinder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't drive, though. Um, my, my mom was making me go to the store for way before I was supposed to be going to the store for yeah, you yeah. know, she was tired. <laughs> yeah. she, she worked, she worked hard. Yeah. My first big check though, I just gave it straight to her. You know, like I gave, gave it straight to my mom and the first thing she did was give it straight back. And like, you know what I mean? I was like, I know, you know I mean? This check got a hundred, three digits. Yeah, yeah, it got three digits before the other three digits. Like, yeah. we ain't never seen that in our lives. <laughs> right. you know? Like, what you mean you don't need this? You know, and she was like, well, that's yours. You made that, you know, and just that right goes to show you how we are. You know what I mean? So just that right there, that was, I mean, that habit, that right there just taught me how to be with money right there, that moment, right? That taught me how to, that it means, it doesn't mean nothing. You know what I mean? Cause I thought, I thought she was going to, it was two checks. I never forget it. It was two checks. I thought she was going to take both of them and be like, yeah, all right, we gonna, I'm about to get this. We're going to get this. We're going to, I said, like, yeah, boy. And gave him, literally gave him right back. Like, what you mean? What you? And then she's like, they're yours. You made that. I'm like, you don't need nothing out of this? And she was like, I don't need nothing. I was like, I'm going to go buy, I'm going to build you a house. And she took like the, the least she can take to build the house. Yeah. Crazy. But that taught me from that moment that, you know, it's just paper. It don't mean too much. Yeah. What's crazy is uh, you just sat over there and said you 40, bro. <laughs> you said, that shit is crazy for me because like, even when I was in college, you was a teenager, obviously. You had just got started. Yeah. But I was always a, van, a fan. I hear you from, I pa you know, past. Yeah, you know, know, he, yeah, know. He, he put us on to your music back then. But even um, just growing up early years in the NFL, just always a fan. Uh, followed you, the high boy, you know, the whole, whole crew. In that journey right to now, what, what, what are some of the things that you, you, you miss the most? It's always the the obvious. It's just the bros. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's the people that ain't around no more. 
You know what I mean? Though you can't get those times back. Right. You could retry, we could do it again, we could do it better. But you can't get right. those times back. So that's about it. Right. I mean, missing the people that ain't or that can't be around. You know what I mean? And you know what I mean? Different way in a real, real right. way. Right. Miss those people. Miss those moments like that. Then those moments that you know that that you don't know why you never forget. Those moments, miss those moments, like you know, like some of the small things, like, like why I can't keep, why I keep remembering this, why I keep remembering that trick. This dude always said this. Why, you know what I mean, little things like that, you don't get that back. So, we were riding in the car. We were in Austin. It's me, Freddie T, our producer, and one of the guys that films with us was riding. And I put on uh, Soldier Rags. Who's the mother? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey man, like this song back when I was in high school, yeah. I'm, so I'm explaining it to him. Yeah. And he, he had never heard the song because, you know, they got on it with 400 degrees, well, yeah, all, all right, that, right? Yeah. And so I was explaining it to him and he said, when Cash Money made it, did it feel like the whole hood made it or all of New Orleans made it? And I said, I told him, I said, not really. I said, because they were already stars yeah. to us. You know, I said, whereas the rest of the world was playing Jay-Z or Biggie and all that, like we played the homies. You know, it was, while Wayne was gonna play, it started with UNLV, then it moved to y'all, right? Him. We was gonna play P, like that's who we, that's who we were. I tried to but tell when you, when y'all finally make it, like you say, you know, you signed that deal at 14, but it took 98, 99 for it to really get mm -hmm. popping. When you guys finally became nationwide and worldwide superstars, what was that feeling like for y'all? Goes back to what you're saying. First of all, they were already, you know, I'm even on 40, you already know they were catch, they were already up, up and run. They was already the shit. Yep. When I wanted to I mean, I wanted baby autograph, let alone to be on the to be on the team. You know what I mean? So that's so when I got with them, first of all, as a kid, you gotta remember I was a kid. I was literally a kid. as a kid. Every day for me was fucking Astroworld. You know, like, it shit was, they don't know that. You know what I mean? But, you know, it was regular to them, and they were just sitting around in the office. Uh, they didn't, literally not doing nothing. The phone ringing there, calling, playing with, literally talking to whoever fan that's calling the office number. That was the highlight of they don't, I'm enjoying every bit of it. You know what I mean? It's Disneyland to me. I'm around real rappers. I really rap when I go back to school with my other 11-year-old friends. <laughs> <laughs> right, like yeah. that's why that's how Khaled know me because I used to have to go in the going in the Odyssey store because they put our faces on the first album cover. So I used to have to my eleven year old friends didn't believe me, so I had because their parents wouldn't let them get my album anyway. We cussing, so they you know so I got to go prove it to them and show them my name on the back of that motherfucking shit. So going through all that shit. So when we when we got the deal and became. My mind was already blown. It really ain't. It, it was like the money. It really. It was no different. It was no only. I, I, I had. I had goals. Put it like that. Before I didn't have those type of things. I had goals then. You know, like okay, now we here. You know, now we here. I want to really. And that's why all that. Be, that's why all the best. That's why all that come from. You know what I mean? At first, it was cool. It was cool being the best in the world and cool being the best of the crew. Cool being the best of whoever we. But then when we got that deal. I have females I want to talk to now. You know, like I never thought I'd meet, you know, like, yeah. how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no. When did you know that you were special? Everybody know you special, icon, all that stuff. When did you really know you were special? Thank God, first of all. But um, my grandma would wake me up at like 10, 11 p.m. when I'm, I have school the next day. I'm like seven or eight years old. And she waking me up and I got to come up 
I gotta go in the living room and I need to, I gotta perform. And I'm, I don't have to, I can't, I'm not about to go up there and do nothing. I've been practicing at school with some play. We working on Wizard of Oz. You know, she want me to do that in the daytime just for her. Just cause she want me to work on it. But when she come wake me up at 9, 10 p.m., I gotta, they drink the cups sitting around there. Constantly. And, yeah, and, and the friends are her age. And I gotta go up there and I gotta do sing songs that they enjoy. And I gotta do the dance moves that they know. And I'm only seven, eight years old. And that's when when I would always go lay back down after that whole event, you know, and they I, I'm walking back to that to my room, shotgun house, they don't know about that. Walking back, walking back. Front door to the back though. <laughs> walking back to yep. the back. And I could hear them, you know, they laughing. I could hear one or two of them say, girl, that boy, I know he's stumbling. You could hear some. I, when I would always lay my head back down, I would always know that. And I, I always compared myself to my friend. I would always know ain't none of my friends doing this right now. Them niggas getting good sleep right now. <laughs> good sleep. And that's what, that that type of thing would let me know you're a little different, man. If I go back, right, and looking at your career, like you were always trending this way to be a superstar. Yeah. But it seems to me that after Hurricane Katrina, when you guys, you relocated, you guys came down to Miami, mm -hmm. and just the resources that y'all tapped into, everything went this way. Yeah. Was that moment after Katrina, post-Katrina, was that your biggest pivot? And then you, did you feel a, a necessary um, or extra desire to carry the city of New Orleans on your back to let them know we all gonna, you know, make this turn? I came from, I, I, I hit Miami before. It was before Katrina, okay. and I felt that way. All right, so bet, bet. I felt that way, like you know what? I'm have to, I'm gonna carry New Orleans, and also it was Miami was, you know, Miami was a world to me when right. I got out there. We went out there literally, me and my homies. We went out there. That was when Stunner first started letting me do shows by myself. Mm -hmm. Meaning, you know, you could go out and do shows with your homies because you're popping now. <laughs> so you right. know what I mean. So right. I we went out there, and somebody booked us for Memorial Weekend. And it was a, I knew he was a new promoter as well. Mm -hmm. So he didn't know too much. He had booked us without booking the hotel to the last minute. So when he had, when it came down to in the hotel room, right. so he was like, I don't want to lose this bread because I already know these these shows are going to pop off. So he went and he took it upon himself to buy a condo, to lease a condo for a month, you know, but just for us for the two days, for the, right. uh, y'all come down here just for y'all for two days. We had so much fun on our own, our, our first, now we would always do, we did we did shows by ourselves, but be like South Carolina and stuff like that. We ain't never in no Miami. It was the first time doing Miami by ourselves. And he had a condo decked out for, we fell in love with it. I took, the, took over the lease, called my mama right there, and called my mama like, I don't think I'm coming home. And she was like, what's the address? I'm gonna send your clothes. Wow. Yeah. Cause you already know, she was like, you know, I don't, I don't want y'all here in New Orleans anyway. So she was like, what's the address? I send your clothes and I, I I think I stayed in Miami from that, from that point for like 20 years. And when, you know, I had a little few run-ins when I first got there, you know, I was young, young, young. So, you know, they can get out of our city. Right. You know, if you ain't out here with baby, sure. yeah. you, ain't out here with, you ain't out here with your pops, <laughs> you know, you just, oh, you just, oh, okay. Right. You done grew up, huh? Okay. You know, they, they didn't want to be up out of there, but they didn't understood that man at home, man, ain't trying to do nothing but smile right. and fuck a few hoes, make a few dollars. But, you know, it's funny you say that with baby and um, I heard you before give them all that love, but you had to break off at some point. You got in so young that you had the OGs, you know, kind of grooming you up. Mm -hmm. What's that feeling to become the man, to become the dude? Like you're saying, well, you can say I'm going to stay in Miami and that's your decision. I know because I was I was there. 
you need to explain to people or even can you explain to him who baby and slim wore to us mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like y'all saw him as dudes that ran like mu- a music label i could make it better for you when we first but we would go out not only that they saw us as a whole outside of not and for, for lack of never flawed, you know what I mean? They always respect, they knew exactly what it was. But outside, you know, we went out, man, we was a clown show. Oh yeah, that was one thing, that was something that, and that's also a part of, a part of our history that, that we don't, cause we don't speak on it, but that never gets spoke on. But you know what I mean? When we first came out, we was, you know, us the guys from New Orleans with the long shirts. The Reebok. And, yeah, the long shirts and the Reeboks. And you know, to the to New York, to New York and LA, they look, Reeboks? You know what I mean? They looking at it like, what? Them long ass shirts, them big ass jeans, them bandanas, and y'all got every different color bandana. You know what I mean? So they really not understand. They really so imagine that today. Imagine that's what I just said. Imagine that today. We'll we'll be looking like, what the hell y'all doing? What you banging? What you right. going Oh Lord, they got camouflage, right? They saying they soldiers, Lord. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now they, they really we was a, what if, if if we ain't about to until Juvie say back that ass up. So that song come on, they ain't wanna hear nothing about nothing about nothing. Ain't y'all got, we was looked at as the New Orleans Two Live crew. Really? Oh yeah, we was looked at. How did, so what, what were those conversations like amongst y'all though? Because the oh, one thing cats from New Orleans don't want to do is feel played. It's feel played. Like that's the, yeah. I, I have that conversation multiple times with them. Yeah. I be like, bro, like I'm cool, I'm chill, bro. just don't play me. Farnett called, I get FaceTime by Leonard Farnett. Shout out Farnett, I got a man FaceTime me at least twice a week just from failing play. He didn't want to fail play. <laughs> yeah. Say, bro, I'll tell these dudes. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, so like, how, how did, what was those conversations like amongst was, y'all? Because y'all knew y'all had the skill. Yeah. Y'all was, understood that. That's what it was. It was just, you know, no, trusting Baby and Slim, trusting that, trusting that vision, and them knowing that they're going to put us in, the, like coaches, knowing they're going to put us in the right position, we just got to hit the shot. And that's, we were so motivated, like, you know, that chip on your shoulder, you know, that whatever, rather, you know, how the Chiefs are, rather we got a, the, the Warriors, rather we really got a chip or not, yeah. that we had one, because we already knew for a fact that, okay. And then, you know, we had to perform. What I mean by that is, when we on stage performing, they literally looking at us like, you know, like, man, get to the song that we know. Right. You know what I mean? And so we had to make that. And I can, it was awesome to do so. And it all happened genuinely, it happened organically, you know, for each and every one of us. Being where you are now and being strategic and the artists you have under you and all, did they make any mistakes back then? Oh, talking about my artists? Talking about no, Baby talking and- about Baby and Slim. When now, if you were Lil oh, Wayne's manager, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if you were little, did you see any missteps now that you look back? You know what I'd be telling my dude? I'd be like, man, now, when I'm, now that I'm in charge of the things I'm in charge of, I kind of look at it like it was impossible to do what they did. For just two two guys, you know what I mean? Like, man, I deal with man. What man? I be about to bite somebody's head off behind a hotel room. You know what I mean? Like, dude, man, we rode down there fifty, sixty deep everywhere we went, and they were in charge. You know what I mean? So that when as when I sit and think about what they, it's always that's how I, I can't. I stop thinking about it because it's too much to think of. Like, man, what the hell? They was doing way too. Because I know I'm doing too much. So they was doing. So that's how I always think about it when I think about what they what they did. So I can't even imagine if the whatever mistake they made, I'm sure they wiped it up and erased it and cleaned it. Figured you know it mean? out. Yeah. I 
am doing my best to be like the cordial host here. Cause I really just want to tell him, hey man, can y'all just listen to me and Wayne talk about stuff <laughs> that I want to ask him, that I've been wanting to ask him since 1999. And it, <laughs> like, and it came. But for, for you, man, you were like the young cat that yeah. rapped, right? The cat that didn't curse. You know what I'm saying? Like when you finally came out, he's like, I don't curse, but then this verse, I was like, oh yeah. man. Cursing so, though. What? Like that was like a. I'm, so you, you know, you come from our. <laughs> so you already know, yeah, that was so, so big for me. What? I what, was, what went into that thought process of saying, okay, we on this song, we're going to put this part of the song, this is going to be the chorus. Stunner used to like when I say fuck, he used to like the, you know, Stunner, Stunner and Slim, they had that, they, for, they always had a Tupac image of me. So, you know what I mean? It was always something that, you know, if it was, it was some going to be something from his cloth. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, Pac was that fuck the world fuck, you know what I mean? And they used to look like, Stun used to like when I say it. You know what I mean? I think I used to say it a lot or something. Mm. So he was like, you know, he was like, I think you need to make that a song. You know what I mean? That fuck the world. And I was like, boy, <laughs> yeah. you sure? You want to call my mom and ask her? You know what I mean? like, <laughs> right. That's when, you know, I, I said, well, if I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to just go ahead and do it the right. If I don't curse, man, man, fuck the world. But you know, I was so young yeah. that that was the hook. Yep. And I said, I don't curse, but in this verse. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> right. that, was, that was the hook. It's not the verse, Dwayne, but it's okay. And we already knew, but when it was, you know, squad up or dedication or the drought, you almost, like, you almost became two people, right? There, there was mixtape Wheezy, and then there was Wheezy that every now and then we'd be like, okay, it's cool that you go make an album so other people could buy it, but we want you to be back here. And then you learned how to do it all the time. What was that transition like to go from, you know what, I don't need to make every song doesn't have to sound, because think about like our music, it was like a mixture of like Bounce, mm -hmm. and then Lil Trigger Man, yeah. and then y'all brought it in, and y'all were really rapping, and y'all yeah. mixed it all. Yeah. How did you make the transition to be like, nah, I could rap like New York Cats, and yeah. then Atlanta had yeah. come on, or LA. How'd you make that transition to say, I'm here with them? Simple. One, first of all, wanted to be respected, and and one, try, still trying to get that whole, you sudden niggas with this shake that ass music, trying to get that, I had that chip on my shoulder. Way more than my bros did. Aaron Jew didn't get too fussed about that shit. BG ain't, you know what I mean? get too fussed about it. Me, I'm, I'm, I love Jay-Z. I mean, I, love, I, love, I don't want these niggas to walk past me and walk past me, you know what I mean? So yeah. shit, so whenever I got a moment, shout out my man Rod Smooth, he has parents would teach piano lessons downstairs. But they would let us use their basement. He had he and nigga rigged the studio up in his basement, and he I would go there after the real studio sessions, meaning after 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 the high boy studio session, Cash Money. That was like school. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was like school. They we going those I, to this day. I have never seen no nobody record or, or just approach it the way we approached it. I mean, when we went to the studio, man, we had song titles ready. There was subjects and it was real situation that happened in the streets that day or that week. They're gonna sit down and tell us that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you put the song together. Like it was really, and then Wayne, this is yours. This is your solo song. Wayne, this is yours. They got the beat ready. They got the idea. Like, I don't see nobody. <laughs> like, yeah. we go now. I don't go now like that. I mean, right. shit, I go like the new. Like, niggas go now. We just go in that bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause that's when I fell in love with you. <laughs> but, so, you, you but, but just listen, listen from a young nigga mind. You see a one song, like you see all the songs, you see all the music, and then you wait for Wayne to get on that beat. Cause I know you about to come get him. <laughs> and you take that person's song and kill him on it. 
Every time they drop it. I don't be trying to get, but that's what that answer, Clark, you say, how was I able to make the transition from those type of raps to from our shit to just trying to do mixtapes? I know for a fact I ain't about to get on this bitch and you don't want to hear no New Orleans shit on this hot ass song. That's a that's that's a fucking song that New York but the whole world. So I just I'm attacking the way you attacked it. But if I'm gonna do that, I gotta do it better than you. Yeah. I gotta do it better than you. At least I gotta do it to where it's gonna be. It can stand next to you on a feature. You know what I mean? And so that's what. Can that's you please do that again? <laughs> I, I think we do this all the time. I'm saying, give, give, me, you know, give times, me a no sailors 11. No, what happened was <laughs> the times changed. So, so what happened is back then I could do that. And now nowadays, I could if I do that, the times have changed so much to where nothing is official as far as like, you know, you don't drop album, official mm-hmm. album. You don't, they don't do that. So now we ended up, what will happen is, well, as soon as we put that out, you know, as soon as, you know how drama might be ready to drop, drama might try, you know how he going to put a whole event, it's going to go down. As soon as it drop, those artists are calling our people like, hey, we want that to be a single. Uh, yeah, like and they they want because the music drops differently now. Yeah, because okay. they, they don't, you know, ain't no we don't need no date. They about to pull that off, pull that off. Pay how much you want to pay for it. Boom, that's the original new new verse. Ain't no such thing as a remix no more. So it, that's all it really is. But if that's the new, that's their new single. We about to shoot a video and everything. And that's what takes the allure of what I was doing with that away from it. You know what I mean? Because now I'm approaching it knowing. Now I'm approaching it knowing that. This might be a single, so it's already I ain't gonna cool. really just rap it the whole way you did it like I would do those, those mixtapes. You mentioned Jay Z, and it made me think about um, the Karate Kid, right? Yeah, Mr. Miyagi yeah, Danielson, yeah, yeah. the student got to become the teacher. Yeah. Then I start thinking about when Kobe went at Brun- when Kobe went at Mike, hey, Mike, yeah, and when AI went at Mike. I know one year you said the best rapper alive since the best rapper retired. Was that your way of paying homage to Jay? Or did you always feel like you was the best rapper even before he was? That was my that was me paying homage. Anyone, all my friends, anyone, baby, slim, everybody I could tell you they that to look Wayne, Jay. That's all that, you know what I mean? Stun ain't wanna hear that shit. Yeah, I mean, he he ain't dislike him. It was just that I'm I'm too much on. I'm too you know when nigga just too much. God damn nigga, hold, hold, you know what I mean? Santa Claus ain't real nigga. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, that nigga right around. Right, right. Well, Christmas today. You right. know what I mean? But shit, that that nigga was to me. He was the way he put words together and by being real. Right. Also, I, I like to go organic and natural reason, meaning I don't like to know the reason. Right. For a lot of things, you know what I mean? Because I feel like whatever the reason is, it's What's happening, right. and so I, I I never knew why I attracted to 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 slime like that because I like Biggie, love mm-hmm. Biggie, right, right. You know what I mean, love love Jay the Kiss, love all that shit, but Jay. I know they say he never wrote. He he don't write. He yeah. don't write nothing. Did that inspire you? Because mm-hmm. were you always that way? When I heard it, I st- when I heard that and heard it, the moment I heard it, I stopped. You can ask me, boy. The moment I heard, it, I, I heard that nigga Jay Z don't write. I don't write no more. <laughs> right, just like that. Mm-hmm. I, we went in the studio in Rod Smooth's studio, and we did ten thousand bars, and that was the last time I I, I rapped anything you, off of a paper. Yo. Yeah, man, that's dope. You used to talk about you know you don't really want to know the reasons, but in going to November, you know a mm-hmm. journey of Rikers Island, you just pinning your thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, and it was said like even there it wasn't like you didn't didn't want to rap in front of people, but you said that there was the beauty in that 
people couldn't take away, that no one could take away your creativity. You know, when you are there, man, and you're writing in your notebook, which eventually becomes a book to sell, what were those moments like? Because that's 242 days though, when you were the best rapper in the world. Thanks. Right? You were at the, the height of everything you had ever worked for, and now you walk in there. What was that time like? And what made you start writing your thoughts down like that? Especially we're talking about a rapper that doesn't write anymore. The writing my thoughts down, that right there, I think that was just plain and simple. Uh, I think that probably was recommended. Yeah, not not to make it a book. Mm. Just period, like uh, as far as like a therapy escape type of thing. Things like you, know, you probably need to write your thoughts down since you don't write your right. That's what it was. It was like, you know, like, man, since you don't write no damn rats, man, you probably just write your damn thoughts down. You know what I mean? It was like, I could, I'm do that. That'd be something to do, something to look forward to. But the rapping, right, when I went, you know what I mean? Now that I'm in, I used to call it, I'm going to the studio. When I'm, that I'm, that's how I had to, I, I want to approach it differently because I don't write no more, man. I don't write no more. So right. now when I'm, now I'm in there, though, lock-in time, when it was like 10, 10, 30, some shit like that, that I'm telling nigga, I'm, that's studio time. I'm going to the studio. I put my cur put my sheets up on my, on my cell and everything. I go, I'm going to the studio. I got beats and because I'm going to actually write. So that's my, my idea of actually recording the song. So now, when I want to listen to music or whatever, I just I got the beat that I've already written this song. I got it written down already. So it's like listen to a song. Then that's an unheard song. Go in that motherfucker and just rap that verse to the beat. Listen to them. If I don't like something, change it real quick. And those songs became songs. You know what I mean? How was that like, bro? Like being in jail, doing that. Like you saying all the everything that you had to make happen. Yeah. And then everybody know the Drake song when you was in jail. You. Wrap the motherfucker over the phone. Oh, yeah. 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 So like doing that, but knowing like seeing that you're you're this amazing talent and you sitting here in the cell, that three cot, three yeah. hots in a cot. Thank God my life is way too blessed for the reality that uh, that others deal with, that others are that was literally around me dealing with for their for that reality to even hit me and I'm living with y'all, living right there. We sleeping you know, we live in the same motherfucking prison, you know what I mean? So but the, you know, I was too, I'm too blessed. And I thought, I thank God every day and like in there, out of there, cause I already know my situation. And I, niggas was getting out before me. You know what I mean? Niggas getting out before me. Niggas ain't, niggas dealing, niggas living better than me in there. But I already know, you know, I, I'm just saying that in the, the reality of that place never really set in like that. How'd you do that? Cause you actually wrote that you saw people's spirit get broke. You say, I saw people's spirit get broken that hellhole. And jail is something I wouldn't wish on nobody. Mm -hmm. So for you to say, for me, it wasn't that sort of experience. How did it feel to watch other people be broken by incarceration that way, though? Being around baby and them, fortunately, New Orleans, a lot of people did some time. Yeah. Stunning them did a lot of time. You know what I mean? The people that was around, my uncles, my whoever they was, this, they, they did a lot of time. So I was institutionalized already. Like, man, look how y'all jokes. Yeah. I'm just looking like, look at y'all, this how y'all New York boys, this how y'all do y'all time. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. they doing and they doing the same thing. They like, and they and they wondering, like, man, how much time you did? Oh, what you man, I ain't never been in no jail. Right. I just been around them niggas, man. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, I been around real, 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 real niggas, man. Some real, real niggas who probably supposed to be in jail. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but right. and I was telling Peyton and Eli, one of my one of the one of the homies that was like my uncle. He was shot on his time. And when he was shot, you know how they, they used to let them clean the city up? 
he had to clean he had to clean up around uh what school they went to Newman. Newman. Yeah. So they would have to clean up like around four or five o'clock in the morning before the kids get there because they prisoners, obviously. Yeah. But they on, they clean up the highway around the around the school or whatever. He said it was never a morning that he was out there that, that he was that they cleaned up and they that, that was on their route when they had to go around Newman or whatever, that, that uh Archie, Cooper, Peyton, he said Eli was a baby on crawling. Out there, five in the morning. Already working. Out there. He said, and he was like, and you could hear, he said, all you could hear is, bitch, fuck. Like, what? He's like, cussing them boys out. Right. What? Bitch, you dropped the bump. And he said, but he was out there for Cooper. Mm-hmm. It was all about Cooper. They was out there for Cooper, though. Yeah. yeah. Tim, we know you're big in sports, man. So we, I, I want to keep it right here, too, while we're here. And I know you love the goats. Tom, or you going to keep it at home and go with, with, with Peyton? Who, who's the best quarterback? Tom Brady. You ain't gonna keep it at the crib. You mean like is Peyton a Peyton man? Best, the best quarterback that the NFL has ever seen, Tom Brady, or or your hometown Peyton Manning. That's not even a question. Sick no, fast, fast, man. I know he didn't say it fast. I just want to hear him yeah, say it. Because I, I like when you debate with Skip. Yeah. You know, I want to ask you how you find time to keep up with all these sports like that and still go and be the top dog at what you do. You know what I'm saying? To be able to go debate on a on some real shit. Like you actually debate Skip like 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 um like Shannon does. You know what I'm saying? So with, with the Brady question, I, I want to ask you, because you could have been biased yeah, and said Peyton. Yeah. Because he's from the crib. Yeah. So that's why I want to yeah, ask his you. brother would have loved if I got it, would have loved if I said Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> that's his brother though? Huh? That's, that's his brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, them light skinned dudes. Yeah. My man. But nah, he definitely, he definitely Peyton. What big head that Peyton? So what separated two? Rings. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it ain't. It ain't that hard. <laughs> yeah, seven, man. seven of them things. <laughs> yeah, man, playing it seven, hey, man. Seven of them things. But I do. I have one bone to pick with you. When I was in Pittsburgh, we played Green Bay for the yeah. Super Bowl, and yeah. that's the year you came out with green and yellow. Oh, well, you almost lost me, dog. There was a real touchy time <laughs> between RC and Lil Wayne. Man, bro. hold on, man. <laughs> First of all, that was. If I am mistaken, wasn't that like, didn't, didn't, wasn't that they, they asked me, not the team, didn't Wiz, wasn't that like asked to do that, right? Yeah, like I was asked to do that. Sometimes you can say no, Wayne. Oh, no, I was not going to say no for my, I was going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, but it was like, you know, I just made sure, you know, I had to hear with like, make sure Wiz, no, boy, this ain't no, this ain't no, this is all sports. Right. So, you know, let you coming back out of my head. Hey. You're like, shit, you making my shit hot. <laughs> you did, it, no, it was, so it, it was me, Ike Taylor, Mike Wallace, we was all hot. <laughs> Hey, we was all, we was like, come on. I was like, man, they ain't got no, nobody from New Orleans on their team. You know what I mean? I was like, they don't have nobody from, from the city on their team. Did he gonna make a song for them? But uh, we, we was hot about that, boy. <laughs> How many things you say no to now as Lil Wayne at 40 years old? As far as music? Just opportunities and different things that you do. Like the, like you're talking about the, the, the pregame song and all. Like, do you, do, you, do you tell people no a lot? I don't. You know, I have to have someone like Gutter. I have to have someone like to to let me know. I yeah. mean, to tell me uh, someone like Karen, let me like when well, you probably shouldn't. Yeah. Like I know you want to. Uh, I know you just don't want to say no. Uh, you know, we probably shouldn't do this one. Or we probably should. You probably should pass on that. But it's when it comes to music and opportunity. You know, again, I I haven't worked a day in my damn life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I literally been doing this, I told you, since seven, eight years old, and I signed at 11. 
And so I, I've never gotten, I've never had a real job other than this, you know what I mean? So I've been living my dreams since, and I've just been making sure that I maintain and keep it going. And By the way, thank the, y'all the part for, for not making him say yeah. no to this. Cause <laughs> hey, we were driving over here. I was bragging like hell in the back seat. I was like, shit. Nah. I was like, really? I could read the text messages to you. I, had I, I hit I had him up. I he told, said he gonna be here. And I we do it. Look, I told him I was like, nah. I said shit. I was like, shit. The boys, they just wanna stop me and get something to eat. They could be like, shit. Ask them because they. I'm be about an hour too late. Shit. I already. I was hey, already dressed. Hey. Them niggas that hit me up. They was supposed to leave the, the photo shooting the video show at eight thirty. Yeah. Niggas hit me at 10 talking about we leaving now. Man, what y'all shot, man? <laughs> what y'all doing? Who you, bro, I ain't, you not even an artist, bro. What is you doing, man? Before we even started, you know, talking about kids, you know, you've had some some cool moments lately. Uh, Killer Cam, like you say, he called you. And I just thought it was, I thought it was beautiful for you to say, say you know, look, I'm going to take a picture of Sin so Cross could have it. You know, it just yeah. showed, it showed yeah. what type of father you were, but just also the type of man. Yeah. And that's something we enjoy talking about on this show. And Ray Janae always has your back. Yeah, and recently, it was probably like in January, she tweeted out, she was like, look, which is a, it's a testament to you, right? You're such a, such a great rapper, respected so much. Anytime a new young cat comes out, he's now the next Wayne or he raps like Wayne or whatever. And she was like, look, leave the marathon <laughs> Wayne Ren out of that. And I respect that. When, you have this relationship with your kids, and we understand it. We play ball. We aren't where you are, but we just daddy, right? We just we just daddy to them. How much did like you know like you say you tried to give your mom two checks? She didn't want them. You you told your mama you gonna stay in Miami. She sent your clothes. How much of that relationship has helped you be the father that you are now? I was gonna actually. I didn't want to stop you when you said you was like when you said the part about not only a great father but a, the man you are, her. Cause I have no father, you know what I mean. I lost my father early as um, he got killed, Merck, and so I probably knew him for a good six, seven years of my life before that happened. Other than that, my, my real, my real pops, he walking around something that I'm, I'm sure he pissed because I, I go super hard, and I know he got friends. They be like, nigga, you don't know that nigga, that nigga, that nigga. You know how you had to, had to prove to my friend when I was 11 that yeah. nigga, this is me on the album. I'm sure he got to prove like, nigga, that's my son. But anyway, it's all her though. Yeah, all her taught me how not to be that. Really, you know what I mean? Taught me how not the far, the farthest, of, the first from being an immigrant mother. You know what I mean? Just, that was her, that was their thing. And we're gonna teach this young young boy how to be a man before anything. We are in a time of judging a book by its cover, mm -hmm. by the way it looks, mm -hmm. by the way it sounds, by the way it moves around, right? And when you're a rapper and they're listening to your music, they're like, well, this person has to be this. And you've continually shown, not only just with your kids, but with the way you love on your folks around them, right? Like, like I, I, I see the day ones mm -hmm. that are still here or to have, you know, Drake who, is famously not involved in the Grammys at any time, say, hey, I'm here, but I'm here for Wayne. To, to get that sort of respect, man, for the man that you are, how much does that mean to you? The world and beyond. The world and beyond. I mean, that's actually, that's what I, that's what we do. That's what I do it for. It goes all the way back to the moment when I said that, that from that moment I knew the money, it was not, it's not for the money. You know what I mean? And it was for every single thing else 
other than that. It's for the love. It's for what you ask me. What do I miss? It's for those moments, and it's for like, it's for showing not only the world, but showing anyone I come in, kind of, I come that I meet that hasn't met me, the man that I am. I'm so proud to do that. Like that, and it's all because of my mother and my grandmother. I'm like, that's what I should. I'm like, that's their perfume, that's their fragrance they sprayed on me. I cannot wait. I love for you to, you know, I mean, a person that don't know me for you to. Oh my God, that's, that's me. That's who I am. Yeah. You came up, like you say, cussing, and when we, we started hearing cuss words was mm -hmm. through you. And then now, like, you live, like, a life. Like, you, you, how do you stay out of all the BS? Like, it don't be bad stuff about Wayne out there right now. I look back. I was doing research and trying to spy work something. too much, man. <laughs> but with the, with, the, with the kids, with the baby mamas, with the whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you're doing, the, like, it's just everything solid. The man I am when it, go, when it comes to the, anyone, I, I mean, when it comes to people who I've dealt with regardless, in any business, in any form of fashion, it goes to goes back to the, the man I am, the people, the person that my grandmother, first of all, who she raised me to be, the person that my mother keeps on, keeps maintaining for, I mean, that I be. Other than that, it's not, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a technique. I don't have a procedure. I don't have things that I don't do. Or, you know what I mean? I don't have, I don't have superstitions. I don't, I just live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of living, man, we're coming up on a year, though, where uh, Robert Hubler passed. Mm -hmm. It was last July. Mm -hmm. And he essentially saved your life. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you've told the story before and the relationship that you continue to keep with him. When you, but when you think back to that day, what it was, was it like 94? Or yeah. That it, when, you, when you think back to that day and, and what he what he did for you, man. I would just love for you to get an opportunity on this platform to just to just give him some praise, man, for not waiting on ambulance. And first uh, of all, picking up a young cat, man. Man, what? And man, first he was off duty. He was off duty, and so he said, "Yeah, he admitted." He was like, "I was being nosy," you know. He was like, "I was off duty," but you know, it came through my. With, you know, came through his radio with dispatch or whatever, and he heard it was the spot. You know, that's his. He felt like, man, that's my spot. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know everybody in that kind of damn complex. Uncle Bob. Yeah, so he was like, who the hell, what, he like, who the hell got shot over there? So that's why he said, that's why he even came over there. And when he got up there, he, I'm laying down. He was like, I see you laying down at the door. And I was like, I'm expecting to see four or five more bodies because why, why they ain't picking you up? And that's when, you know, you, you, that New Orleans, you know, you got to be that New Orleans came out and right there at the door, like, what the fuck you mean? <laughs> he woke me up. See, really? if I was conking out, he woke my ass up. He woke me all the way up. I was always messing with him, though, because uh, he got a, a bad thing. He had one bad leg or whatever thing. One of his legs as far as I was like, Uncle Bob, you be talking that shit. You just couldn't, you just couldn't cry. You couldn't jump over my head. Why you stop right there? Like, I can't go no fucking more. Hey, what about that? He got me, picked me up. He did. He said that there. He told me something I never knew. I never knew. He said, nah. He said, we said ambulance with that, Wayne. Really? Yeah, yeah, I never knew that. He said the ambulance was that. He said they hadn't. He said they got this dumbass. Now that we all know the, you know, general, we all know the rule. But he's like, they got the three, the three tries. Whatever he said, they had. They went through their three tries. It was done. Really? Oh God, I never knew that. I had to. I had to. That was. I met. That was me sitting down talking to him to find that out. Yeah, he was. And like, so and so he scooped you after that. Yeah, because he was like, the, he saw that I was, you know, I guess I, I don't know if I had my eyes open or whatever if I was reacting, but I was clearly awake. I could hear him talking and shit. Mm -hmm. And so he must have, you know, like, what you mean he ain't dead? 
You know what I mean? So he brought me straight to the bus through the, through the emergency room, through the waiting room. Yeah. I had everybody in the waiting room at my at my at my hospital room after I, you know, after they passed me up and shit to people. I don't know, just like a line. It was coming up, baby. Just want to see if you made it. <laughs> That's New Orleans, you though. You already know. Yeah. <laughs> come through that with you like that in his hands. I ain't think you would. I'm just glad you, yeah, I'm glad you <laughs> made it. <bit. laughs> that, that had to change the hell out of you, huh? That that experience had to do something. Just I changed. It changed the whole family. What hmm. eternally in you, like? Uh, it, it, it's the reason why we sitting here right now. Yeah. To go from that moment. Right, and just looking back on that, and then being able to look forward to September and to receive the BMI Icon Award. Have you had an opportunity to put that in perspective? Let's say an icon. Like, that's crazy, right? I haven't had a moment to think about it, actually. You know, I'm one of those guys when it comes to accolades and, and their rewards and their, their awards and shit, I be feeling like you, you're way too late. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? I feel like I've been right. going harder than whoever you put that award and whoever hand you put that award and no disrespect to them, but it's all the respect that I got for myself. And it's me not disrespecting how great I am. Correct. You know what I mean? So when it comes to those things, you know, thank God I appreciate it. Appreciate it and shit. But you know, I ain't I would I'll be lying to you if I said that I said and thought about it. You the first person that told me it was I thought you September, that's my birthday. I didn't know what we was talking about. You still skating? What you? Still boarding. Yeah. Yeah? You boarded with Nigel yet? I skated with For Nigel. For sure? Yeah, Nigel Houston. Yeah. Why, why you skateboard, man? That's, man, that's not smart. I didn't say that's not smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just an extra risk yeah, on, a, not, on, on a money a, machine, I bro. I am not an athlete, boy. I can, not on, a, I, can, I, can, I can go on stage with the crutches. I can, go on, I can wheel myself up there. And long as the mic work, we going to kill that bitch. <laughs> but, but but no, the skating thing, man. I done had did live to, full tours what, before every show. I got to let them know. Hey, yo, how y'all doing, Indiana? Uh, I just want to stop the show and let y'all know. At some point in this, this show, at some point, I will start bleeding over my left eye. Do not, I repeat, do not worry. Don't panic. It's a skate, skate scar. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, let's get it. <laughs> Boom, that bitch gonna start sweating and bleeding. I got like nine stitches. Yeah, this is what I do, man. I'm four surgeries deep. You fun? It's fun. Fun ain't the word, man. It's, a, it's, it's the escape. The escape part of it is unexplained. You know, what I mean, it's unexplainable. You know how you can watch someone escape and you see it. That's their escape. I've never. You know, what I mean, you. It's so simple. You can't. You you think about anything is impossible. Yeah. To think about anything else once you kick that motherfucker and put your other foot on there. You're on four wheels. You try to think about tell anything else than what you in front of you and on the side of you, then you're gonna be behind you. <laughs> yeah. So and so you do that for a good two, three hours straight. Damn, what the hell I was mad about again? You know what I mean? So the skate documentary. Can you peep, give us a little peep of that? What it, what it's gonna be like? The skate documentary. First of all, it's all about my my skate team. You know what I mean? It's all about the skate team. It's me getting the opportunity. You know, because I skate, them giving me the opportunity. With them. People, they're interested in the fact that I skate, but it's me. It's all about the team. It's going to be all about the team, me introducing them, the world to my skate team. Them boys go hard. You know what I mean? I want them to be validated and want to start putting out their parts and all that. Just plain and simple, be valid. I don't want them to be just some skaters. They don't know who this is. Nah, this is our skate team. They don't 
I wanted to be quote unquote, oh, that's the dudes who skate for Wayne. Wayne right? Nah, nah, nah. This the skate team, this their team, this our team, it's how we rock. The documentary also gonna highlight why I love it so much. When did I start? Why did I, you know what I mean? How hard do I actually go? Things like that, which is funny, you know what I mean? The funny, like, I might I remember when you get, started, bro. I know you do, but nigga, but you know, like, without well, the funny part be like, a nigga might, certain artists might be like, what you, what you doing tonight? I'm like, I'm, scared. I'm going up skate park. I mean, like, all right, cool, wait up. I'm pulling up. Like, yeah. man, pull up, give them the address. <laughs> they pull up. <laughs> you everybody really skate. Go, everybody go 30, 45 minutes. They ready. They're like, damn, that nigga ain't say what's up yet. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that nigga, that nigga can't shake our hands, and that was it. He's like, nah, he, they, like, that nigga, and as soon as I skate my ass back up to probably drink a squig or what, first thing, damn, nigga, you really skate. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, what you thought was going to be, what you thought <laughs> that we were going to be doing, here, talking and chilling. Yeah. I'm like, mother trying to break my neck, boy. You know, you mentioned, you know, you do it for, for long enough, and it's kind of some of those things go away. Has that become a form of therapy for you, though, just to, to get out there and release? Because I am, you know, I've learned to be creative in different ways. Like I've tried to, to write before. Mm -hmm. The words don't necessarily come to me the way that words come to me when I'm speaking, mm -hmm. right? And for you to be able to go into a studio, give a bar, have them play it back to you, give them four more, like that is a, a creativity level that feels like it wouldn't shut off. Are you able to shut some of those things off when you skate or are you still having all those thoughts going through your mind while you're doing it? I can try to, but it's you no. Know, you can try it all you want. As soon as that, like I told, as soon as you, it's all about man. Where my left foot need to be, like <laughs> man. Where I need to should I land low? Should I land high? Should I? It's all about that, and that's that. I've, and I've never, literally never. I've literally didn't have never met or done nothing else that have taken my focus like that. You know what I mean, I've been able to do everything and still think about what word rhyme with. You know what I mean? Not on the board. You famously said that you told your, your homegirl, Katie, that you're gangsters and, and gangster, you're a gangster and gangsters don't ask questions and gangsters don't ask why. But I do have like just one last question about you, just a man. When you look at the music business for, for sure, it's very rare that someone reaches this elite, quote unquote, goat great level and they're able to bring a lot of people with them in that way, mm -hmm. right? You know, like we, we, we've seen Jay-Z and as he's gotten older, he's figured out how to do it. You know, there was a Kanye and then there, there was a Rihanna, but Young, he tried it, you know, he tried it with Bleak mm -hmm. and he tried it oh, with you, Beans. Oh, you and, definitely gotta go through it, it and not. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's very difficult. That. You know, you've had, you know, whether it's Drake, Nicki, the people, you know, people with Young Money, now a skate team. You seem to become a real team type guy when you have an individually unique elite talent. What has made you so much about family instead of saying, you know what, I'm Wayne, I'm more talented than anybody. I could do this all by myself, make records the rest of my life and be rich as hell and never had to bring anybody with me. But you've made a decision that it's gonna be about everybody getting it. Ronald Williams and Brian Williams, who is Slim, Baby and Slim. No more, no less. You know what I mean? They real, real hustlers. You know what I mean? And they, you know, I would, when I told my mom, when I came back and told my mom that's who I want, you know, I, I'm going to rap with Cash Money. You know, first thing, oh, Cat, you talking about Brian, baby? She went to school with him. First thing, she like, he he home? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> first, she, first thing, she like, that boy out of jail? 
You know what I mean? She's like, all I remember was he used to be too young with all them gold in his mouth and had too much money for to be gone to Foshay. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and then she, all she remembers was he went down the stretch. It's time. You know what I mean? And then she was like, but my, my Uncle Peanut was, she was like, but you know what? His, ask his brother who his best friend was. And it was he, and Slim would always say, Wayne, you know, your, nephew, your uncle was my, would be the only nigga fuck with me in school. And see, you know, I'm hearing it from my mom. You don't even, you know, you don't believe your mom. You right. think she just talk. Peanut, the only one man. Ain't nobody even gonna be with him. <laughs> right. But he kept her. He was like, Nah, man. Your uncle was the only nigga because he, some some used to wear thick glasses or some shit. And so I guess niggas mess with him, whatever. My uncle was the nigga. I wish you would. Right. You know what I mean? So he you respect that. So just the way they, I always felt. I always would look at. Literally, I would always look at them the same. Like you, I would be. It'd be a time where I'd be look. I look around and look at them like, Why the hell? Like, why is not just the people that, you know, like, to me in my head, I'm like, the people that that's, that matter, the people that's doing, like, why we got to have something like them? And, they, and why they isn't it really care about the such and such? So, and it was like, I always was, and why do they care about us? Like, I'm like, I always, like, why, why in the hell he giving me a shot? I'm 11. Right. You know what I mean? I know for a fact, man, when, I'm, when, the, when all of us come together and everybody rap their verse, I'm seeing your y'all reactions to Jew reverse and to to uh, BG because they make they saying shit you can relate. I know for a fact I'm coming with this 11 year old shit. Trying my hardest though. Right. Trying my and you know what I mean so and you you know how to make me feel just as welcome, just as good as you know what I mean like with uh, like a like a parent with a newborn. You know a lot of kids, man. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> You're a good parent, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. And they they taught me just just plain and simple that. The reason how the way they never stopped, you know what I mean? Like when the check came, the big such and such came, the big that they could have wiped, you know what I mean? Could have, yeah, all right, peace out. You know? And you know, you heard you saw we and being in New Orleans, we saw certain stories, certain people did get that bag, and you know, y'all never heard of them, you know what I mean? Because they ain't do what they're supposed to do. You know what I mean, so just watching them and watching the way they did that, and then again, it's a New Orleans thing. Watching the way P, it was like look at P. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and P had like a zillion artists. Yep. You know what I mean? Because you're not going to come over here and not get, not, I'm, I will not, and I'm not going to put you out and give you the same shine. Your album going to look like everybody else's album code. Just showing you that we're going to put the same effort to it. You know what I mean? Nobody, so, and Slimming was the same way. You know what I mean? So, and that's where I get it from. And, bro, you put out so much music. Bro, is something wrong with your memory? Or I can't remember all your I songs. Can't remember something wrong with your memory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I got the, the, when I get asked this question, he's never here. Who? This, they got one person that loved me to death that hate, that's the one thing he hate about me. Hate, fucking hate it. Terry, he would vouch teeth. Do I have a bad memory? <laughs> <laughs> the word, I mean, that man would be like, so you really don't remember meeting Michael Jackson? <laughs> you really don't remember stepping on Michael Jackson told me he was doing the moonwalk over no I don't but it be thin you know what I mean to right, be real, be real shit like that like yeah. nah, I don't you like tune <laughs> and he had go go it'd be me stepping on my <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, so. you, you had to be drinking or something nah I don't drink 
us, you had to be doing something. Smoke. You had to be smoking something. Not to remember stepping on Michael Jackson. I ain't stepping on Michael Jackson. I was just joking. I'm that just was playing a, like that yeah, was an but, analogy. But nah, no, no, no. I'm a, saying like sample. I, I have a horrible man. I always I say it's a gift and a curse. That's what I say. I say he bless me with you. I'm gonna bless you with all these amazing, amazing moments in, t- in life. <laughs> you ain't gonna remember too many of them. No <laughs> yeah, you ain't gonna remember too many of them. You know, so man, enjoy it, when it happens. It's it's late, bro. We're so I'm. Like what I said in the beginning of the show, man, like I truly mean, a few nights ago, we were asked, name your top five rappers. First one on my mind, I was like, Wheezy. And Appreciate to it. me, man, you know, when you said it, you know, they took away the, the teams, but, and at that time, that was all we had to represent us. Mm-hmm. And when you were representing us at that time, we couldn't have been more proud. I appreciate And that. to continue to watch you grow, and now to see so many other people in the world recognize how great you are, how amazing you've been and the longevity that you've had in this game and the human you've become, man. I am for sure proud that I'm from Louisiana. I'm proud I'm from the West Bank of New Orleans, man. And to be a part of that legacy in any way is an honor, man. Thank you for joining us on The Pivot, bro. Thanks, bro. I appreciate My dog. Yes, sir. For real. No. Oh, look, bro, I'm going to just be gay this year. What size you